Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Being able to see invisible helps you to see not one, but two dugs hiding behind the wicker baskets. The party engaged a familiar enemy. Metra was the only fail. Oh, Oh, no. Do you have anything in your hands? Uh, my quick and metamagic rod. Not anymore. <gasps> Drop it. Not panicked. Stunned. Only to be ambushed by a long-awaited foe. Then, the basket that's about 20 feet away from Metra. Oh, God. The lid pops off. No! Oh, no. And slither. <gasps> no! Oh, I thought of snakes when I saw oh, the baskets. No. Oh, Of the basket oh. is a naga. Oh, oh my naga. God! You're stunned? Lying in wait. I've been watching you. Strong and mighty you are. But now you enter my chamber. (laughs) And ready to strike. Long has your journey been to get to this moment. But it ends here because now you will die and a flood of prismatic colors come at all of you the adventure continues now Natale, may all your wishes come true. Buon Natale to Italy means a Merry Christmas to you, Matthew. That's what it means to you and your people. Merry Christmas, Troy. Merry Christmas, Troy. <laughs> Did you grow up, uh, your family singing that around the toasted ravioli? No, because we didn't go to Olive Garden. What? That song is, is, is as Italian as the Eiffel Tower. Have you had an Italian Christmas Eve? Have you done the Seven Fishes? No, I would love to. I, was, I always was, was jealous of the Italian kids growing up. I'm like, ah, I'm French Canadian. I'm nothing. I want to be Italian. I want to I I eat spaghetti and have it be uh, uh, like it's, it's, a, it's, it's part of my heritage, not just because I like spaghetti. I mean, spaghetti isn't originally Italian, so you should have all the spaghetti your little heart desires. I don't even like spaghetti. I threw up once as a child eating spaghetti, and I didn't eat it for seven years because I was convinced that if I were to put spaghetti in my body, it would just immediately. That's what happened to me with the eggnog. It's the exact same thing, and I still have will not drink it. See, I'm back on the spaghetti train. Well, important question. Would you eat other shapes of pasta? Yes, I'm a ziti man. <laughs> Love ziti. Oh, ziti's a good pasta, Troy. And that ziti better have lines, let me tell you. Oh, so yeah, you, yeah. It's better with lines. Mm-hmm. So just to be clear, you thought it was the shape of the flour and water <laughs> that made you throw up. He was no, a it, it child. He was a child. It tastes different. Spaghetti just, it just looks bad. It just looks like a bunch of worms and it looks, <laughs> it's gross. I don't, I don't like spaghetti. If it's my beautiful. wife makes spaghetti, I throw it against the wall. That's how you can tell the sun. That's right. That's <laughs> It's just helping her out in the kitchen. That's all that is. Now you clean it up. I love it when the spaghetti is twirled just perfectly on the end of a fork, like at a fancy restaurant. That's I think fun. it can look really pretty. If it's just a mess, though, I I kind of get what you mean. But do you do the left hand twirl on the spoon? I think I do a right hand right twirl. Right hand twirl on the spoon. Right hand twirl, twirl on the spoon. On the spoon. You eat off the fork, not off the spoon. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Um, but uh, a lot of people, like Joe, he likes to use the fork with his left hand <laughs> and then pushes all everything else onto the plate onto the fork with his knife. <laughs> you know that you do this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was watching you eat the other day. Well, when I eat with a knife. You are. Wait, if you're eating like something you have to cut, like a steak, you are supposed to do that. Yeah, I guess. What are you getting on my shit? Because you were like pushing, you were using your knife as a uh, plow to put all of <laughs> other food, a food onto plow. your fork. Yeah, food plow. Yeah. I think how, I, how do you get stuff onto your fork that is not like a, a chunk, like rice onto a fork? You cut and then you switch back and then you take whatever meat you have and you dunk it around. Rice? 
I'm talking. Yeah. That was rice. I cut each. And if there's no edge to the plate, <laughs> would you rather I let little gently grains. put my tongue on the side of the plate and then just shovel it into my tongue? It looked weird to me at the time. It looked very old fashioned what you were doing. That's that. Uh, oh man, uh, you're right. I'm not up to speed on the new ways <laughs> the of new knife and fork eating. That's all new I can think. <laughs> yeah, new fork tech. That's all I can think. These, of. these fucking millennials with their knife and forks and tables. That's not how they do it anymore. Why Joe can't cut? there be one universal charging plug? For forks, I don't understand why they had to change it all. <laughs> my wife, my wife does fork, knife, and she's right-handed. Cut, and then switches the fork to the right. Sets down the knife, mm-hmm. switches the fork to the right hand, eats the bite, and then switches back again to cut the next one. Yeah, I need to look up what's correct according to uh, the rules of etiquette. So. Yeah, well, check out Emily Post. See what. Uh what does Emily say? What does Emily say on this matter? Pinky out. That's all we know. <laughs> I'm so, though I am still uh, enjoying the image of Sam just in the kitchen, just like, you know, very peacefully <laughs> making spaghetti and you just walking in and grabbing it and throwing it against the wall. <laughs> reaching my hand into the boiling pot of water. <laughs> I told you I don't want this. And then being like, it appears to be done. Though. Oh, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I do. I, 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 I used to work for an Italian travel company doing like videos, <laughs> promo videos. For so them. did I. <laughs> for <laughs> one day. Get out of one day stint <laughs> with the same travel company. And uh, I always, uh, I would do these videos on Italian Christmas. And man, does it look fun. And I'd love to go uh, to Italy during the holiday season, um, even though I never want to take a plane ride that long again. They, they know what they're doing out there uh, in Italy. Uh, by the way, you should check out Christmas in Rome, a Hallmark movie from a couple years ago starring Lacey Chabert. It's, oh. It's lovely. Big Lacey Chabert fan. I've seen it four or five times. I did a, I did a movie. I did a Hallmark movie. You did? A Hallmark Did Christmas you do the movie. one that I suggested? No. So I asked Troy for his number one suggestion for 2021. He gave it to me. What was it? Uh, it's called An Unexpected Christmas. It's, it's, I just, I, it was, it's not even my, it might be my favorite this year so far because there's new ones every year. Uh, but I thought it was a great introductory Hallmark movie for you. And it's not available uh, right now. You have to just, you can only watch it when it airs. And so it was, uh, I needed something that I could stream. So I went and found a list online of the best Hallmark Christmas movies of all time. Should have texted me. Number one is uh, A Royal Christmas. Excellent. Uh, okay, oh, so you agree okay. with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also not easily available from what I could tell. But Wait, number three was... A Royal Christmas also stars Lacey Chabert. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know a she new, new stage of her career. Wait a minute. An actor was in two different Hallmark Christmas movies? And the incomparable Jane Seymour was in that as well. Ooh, Jane oh, Jane wow. Seymour, Phenomenal. Do you Dr. have Dr. Quinn? Do you have, all the act- <laughs> do you have all the actors ranked in addition to the movies? Do you have like a power ranking? In my brain, I do. Okay. And in my heart. Who, if you were to like... <laughs> If Wait, you, are they different? Are the lists different? <laughs> they, they sometimes conflict. The heart wants what the heart wants. If you were to have like an ideal Christmas oh. movie, like who would be your all-star cast for the Christmas movie? Fantasy draft. Uh, well, so Bethany Joy Lentz, <laughs> who was on One Tree Hill, I guess, she does a lot of them. And she was in The Unexpected Christmas, the one that uh, I recommended to Joe. Uh, it, my favorite women are her and Nikki DeLoach, who was like in the Mickey Mouse Club. She is just She's just everything about Christmas to me. Uh, she's great. Jill Wagner's good as well. Uh, and then in terms of the guys, I think his name is Tyler Hines. He, or, yeah, Tyler Hines. Mm-hmm. He's in that movie, An Unexpected Christmas, with Bethany Joy Lentz. So that's why I recommend it to you, because it's like my two favorite, the guy and the girl. Uh, check it out. But I love Lacey Chabert ones. Uh, even the, the girl who played Winnie Cooper. She's done a couple, and I can uh, I can get into them, even though I did not care for the one Oh, uh, Dabo. Uh, Olivia Danica Dabo? Mac- no. Danica McKellar? Yes. Donica, yeah. Oh. Uh, but if you, if I see something with Bethany Joy Lentz, I stop what I'm doing. I drop the baby on the floor and I sit down and watch it. <laughs> Wait, Olivia Dabo played Winnie Cooper, didn't she? No, I don't no, know who Olivia no. Dabo is. It was um, the she played um, Winnie Cooper was played by race car driver Donica Patrick. Karen, she played the sister. Oh, okay, all right. I so anyway, nice. I got she the was number. Princess Johanna and Conan the Destroyer, though. I got. To- <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, down, I, I, got to number, I got to number three on the list, and it was easily available on the Hallmark app. It's a little movie called The Christmas Train. Oh, you mean my favorite one of all time? And what? it was Dude, the, wonderful. Wasn't and, it great? Fucking well, Danny yeah, Glover's But that's why I watched it, because Danny Glover is... I was like, oh, one oh, with real actors. I soap can't opera believe actors. this is happening right now. Dude, it was right Dermot Mulroney. Yep. The girl from Father of the Bride, which I watched a thousand times. Kimberly Williams Paisley, Brad Paisley's wife. Brad Paisley's wife. And... 
uh, Danny Glover, and Joan Cusack. Yes, absolutely wow. crushing it. What was this like? Was this like the like the headliner movie of that? Uh, dude, year? I, well, honestly, the thing, well, the it joke was, my was gateway into Hallmark films. I sat down with Sam, I'm like I'll watch this. Oh, Dermot Mulroney, Danny Glover's in this fucking thing. <laughs> now I watch it six times a year. It's the best. <laughs> Why one. did you just say that when I asked you? Because I, you said, "What's the best That's one true. that came out this year?" That's true. You would ask all time. Oh. I, like, I have watched right. other Hallmark movies, and I've never been that impressed by them. This oh, one wait, totally impressed me. But I will say, does it take place on a train? The whole thing is on a train. Oh, my it's wonderful. Oh. And the best, it's like part, Murder on the Orient Express. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> but it's Christmas on a train. But it's Christmas on a train. And basically, the thing is, <laughs> spoiler alert: they all have Christmas. <laughs> anyway, it's great. I highly recommend it, and it was uh, it was you could tell that it's actually a Hallmark movie because even with those actors, because they spent the whole budget on the actors and I guess the writer because it's well written. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sets are horrific, and like some of the special effects are so bad, but you, you don't mind. You're like it's like watching a play. You're like I'm watching a play. They like step out of the train at one point, and it's like they're they're behind like a drop of like the mountains or something. Yeah. But besides that, the acting is terrific. Yeah, I, it's funny. They're, that one does have noticeably bad uh, special effects for when they go outside in the fake snow. But uh, I'm so saying, glad you watched what, the Christmas train. What happens on this train that they need special effects? Yeah, <laughs> snow. It's like Polar <laughs> Express. Well, I don't want to spoil it for you, Matthew. No, it's it's seriously like they. You know, they didn't have the money to shoot in an area with snow or mountains, like with actual uh, snow or mountains. It's like in a studio. Like where is the, the train going? Uh, the train is going from Washington, Washington D.C. to California. LA. Yeah. Oh, that's a long trip. And it's well, yeah. visiting all of the cities of Christmas. All the ports of call of uh, Christmas. It's so good. Though. Dermot Maroney <laughs> plays like a former war journalist. Yeah. Don't say anything. Oh, I didn't know anything. It's fucking great. Dermot Mulroney, uh, also the star of another Christmas classic, did- The Family Stone. No. Uh, oh, yes. How yeah. have you not seen The Family Stone? Well, now I'll put it on my list. It's not a Hallmark movie, Troy. Then I'm not watching it. It's, it's, a, uh, it's, it's just a, a movie about theatrical Christmas. theatrical release movie. Does the Christmas train leave in September to get from D.C. to L.A.? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it only it only takes four days. But the funny thing is, in the story, they're in Chicago on day three. <laughs> and in um, L.A. on day four. It's very strange. But don't no. worry about that part. Don't worry about that part. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it's I a Christmas watch. miracle. <laughs> it's the magic of Christmas. Caitlin and I rewatched The Holiday last year. You know the Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jack Black. Yes, they swap they swap houses, mm-hmm. and I never noticed this before. But it seems to be Christmas Eve for about four days in that movie. <laughs> and I was like, so I was like, I'm very confused at the timeline. It's the magic. It's of Christmas. still Christmas Don't Eve. Also, we're having an awards ceremony at the WGA like, on Christmas Eve. This seems weird. Oh, this seems weird. I can't believe you watched The Christmas Train. If you guys ever want a, a gateway, just do what Joe did and watch it. And then we'll talk about it. And you'll it be is, like, you know what? Uh, I get it. When I got to the app and saw that it was streaming, it, it has a, uh, you know a, a, a branding icon on it that says the Hallmark Hall of Fame. So oh, I knew this oh. was like getting like a game of the year video game where you see <laughs> yeah, like that it's thing. like Dark Souls. The yeah, Criterion edition of the Hallmark. <laughs> yes. I like that they self-appoint the Hall of Fame Hallmark does. Well, the NFL self-appoints. Danny the Glover. NFL Hall of Fame. Danny Glover plays a guy named Max Powers. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> Don't no, say anymore. You're, we're going we're gonna to ruin it. There's you know something what? about a train. If I can, There's something about a train. <laughs> <laughs> if I can stream it, I'll watch it. Can I stream it without? Oh, yeah. I Look at this. I can... Uh, I can get oh I can get it on Amazon Prime if I start a seven day trial of Hallmark movies now. <sighs> that is that is the gift that gives all year long. Yeah, uh, I would cancel this recording for us to just sit around <laughs> on the couch together. Get some Go out, sush. get some hot chocolate. Oh, sush. hot chocolate! Yes. Oh God! Take the protective tarp off the TV. <laughs> fire it up with a little Christmas train. <laughs> Well, <laughs> just, just deal with the fact that there's no green coloring on the, the television mix. And it may start so a fire. It seems a like you're kind of watching The Matrix while you're watching the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> or there's no red coloring, rather. That's movies. an important Christmas color. I don't think we should, we should soup so low. <laughs> well, let's see. What's today? Uh, today is the 20th. 
of December. So this is Christmas week. Yeah. This is this is this is it, folks. If you celebrate Christmas, I hope you have a wonderful uh, a wonderful Christmas week. Christmas Eve, obviously, being the uh, superior day because um, it's the height of anticipation, and then Christmas being. Uh, I'll tell you what, Troy. The Christmas train will also teach you a very valuable lesson yeah. about. The journey being what's important and not the destination. See, some people get it now. I was like the day before Christmas Eve. That was my favorite day. No school, but you don't have to do any yeah. any celebrations. My stuff. kids have school on December twenty third. What? Need to get I'm them? Like, come on, on. that's ridiculous. Immediately, it is. that's ridiculous. It's like torture. Um, yeah, no. I mean, the, every day before Christmas is better than Christmas. Christmas is uh, starts strong, and then it just goes into Huge crippling depression. The night. <laughs> I'm just picturing you with a nog, just crying in a corner, rocking back and forth. They should have NFL calendars empty. Oh, they do have the NBA games. That's kind of cool. That's why you should become British, so you have Boxing Day to look forward to on Christmas. I still celebrate it, but it's not the same. Um, And I'll listen to the the Hallmark movies. There's nothing sadder. I think I said. I say this on air. There's nothing sadder than the day that I'm watching a Hallmark movie because I'll still watch them after Christmas, trying to rekindle the feeling. Oh, that's and all of a sudden at 10 p.m. it switches to golden girls instead of 24 hours of Christmas <laughs> and I want to slip my wrists. Oh, it is so, no. That's, that's enough to impress. Sad. Golden it's, Girls is a great show. Yeah. Fuck Golden Girls. No, you no, bite your you tongue, tongue. tongue. There's nothing sadder. Josh um, Whedon's dad wrote on that show. That's did true. he? Papa Whedon? Yeah. <laughs> Papa, gather um, around, kids. Yeah, Mitch Hurwitz did too. Yeah, right. Papa um, Whedon goes down the Unitarian Church's family's house <laughs> for Christmas. Do you think? Do you think Troy is more of a Sophia or Dorothy? Mm. Uh, I think uh, he's uh, a nice mix, actually, probably. But, not a nice mix, but a mix. <laughs> yeah, he's a, a mean, mix. a mean mix. That's more Dorothy. Um, God, that's a tough one because I don't. He's not a Blanche. No, he's not no, a Blanche. no, 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 no. Joe's a Blanche. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the sexy one? <laughs> Sex stuffed maniac. Why, why does she get in trouble for continuing to have a very active sex life well into her old age? I know, we should all aspire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's late 80s. You didn't talk about that in mixed company. I remember my neighbors said that. They were like, came over. They just, they just make jokes about sex because they can't think of anything funny. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? No, sex is never funny. Right. Never. Yeah, nothing funny about sex. It's always clean and easy. <laughs> um, well, this is Christmas week, and uh, we're actually going to take next week off. Um, I know we've, we've taken more days off this year than we've ever taken. Three. Um, but we are going to take next week off uh, to enjoy the holiday season, and uh, by that time, Matthew will uh, be a father. From your lips. That's pretty exciting. Um, good, good chance Maddie will be a dad, and the rest of us will be still opening our presents and then boxing them up. And I, of course, will be dead. But uh, we're going to take next week off, and then we'll be back uh, beginning of the year with a new app. So today has to really land. Oh, no. Oh, God. And it's going to. It's going <laughs> to land in ways that no one here is going to enjoy. Oh, oh, so by land, you mean damage friendships? Possibly, possibly. But here's the thing. This is the end of the story. This is the we are we are climbing towards a climax. And we have been. You could feel it in the air. We've been climbing towards this uh, epic battle, epic encounter, whatever it's going to be. Obviously, there's a lot of different storylines still up in the air. We are climbing there. And, and, and this is it. This is the Naga. So it's like a plane landing on a mountainside in a foggy night. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And we all know how that tends to turn out. Oh, man. By the way, I just want you all to know that it it is uh, the cutting with the knife and then putting the knife down and switching hands with the fork. Mm -hmm. That is the American style of etiquette. Mm Mm-hmm. The European style is to put the tines of the fork facing down, leave the fork in your offhand, cut with the knife, and then eat with that. Eat with the offhand? Yes. At a minus two? Yes. You take a minus two penalty. (laughs) (laughs) Must you have two utensil eating feet? Yes, you can take a feet, but uh, I think you need to be fifth level at least for that. Okay. You have to have a BAB of six. Feet tax is too high. Last week, you came up here. You fought a couple gugs. Couple GL nums. <laughs> Toss back a couple GL nums. <laughs> and then uh, 
I kept you in initiative order because while you were fighting those decoy gugs, things were happening. One of which was the uh, appearance of a vrock, a demon vulture person. The demon of the ancient world. Who let out a horrifying screech that stunned Metra. Metra is stunned for only one round, but man, in high-level play, that's, that's enough to say, bye, Metra. Uh, drops everything she's holding, which was... The Quick and Mad Magic Rod. Mm. Now, that doesn't usually come in handy, does it? No. Um, it's to the ground, and oddly enough, there was a crack right in the floor there where you dropped it, and because of its cylindrical uh, shape, it rolled into that crack and fell somewhere on Galarian. Perhaps it will land on a child's head on Christmas morning, and now they will have that rod. So you can go to your death knowing that you gave something to a little child who maybe wouldn't have got anything otherwise. Metroclaws. <laughs> I'd like to invoke the Metroclaws. <laughs> and then the Naga comes out. The Naga says that she has been watching you. Ever since you entered the keep, that her eyes have followed you throughout the castle. She's impressed that you've made it this far, but she is prepared. And she has prepared Volstice. And now you have entered her chamber. And you're going to die. And then she leans back and just like, ah! and seven colors come flying oh, that's right. out oh, yeah. of her I forgot mouth. about the prismatic death. Here's what's going to happen with this. There are seven rays that come out. All of you, including Lexington, will be hit by one. The other two rays will hit others of you randomly. Oh. And each ray is random. Man, if I ever wanted to fudge a die, now is the time. But no, 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 no. We are doing this by the book as to what color hits each of you. Will you be rolling a different, co- the, the corresponding color die to the spray? Oh, that's a good idea. I would if I had more time. I, I'd also like to, in full, in full disclosure, say, after last recording, you said, whatever you do, don't look this up. Mm-hmm. I'd never do, but I just want to be clear. I have no idea what the hell is going to happen with this prismatic thing. I don't know if other people at this table understand this spell just by name. Brad, we definitely believe you. (laughs) Do you know what it is, Joe? No, but I know. I know prismatic spray. Matthew, And I don't know know what the effects are, but I know that it's horrible, and I think it's a level eight. I don't want to know what it does, but... I almost took it. I can't remember if it was from a Metro or another character. It's a... I mean, it, it's really random. It can be yeah. really devastating or totally bizarre. It's the wand of wonders of spells. Yeah. But it's like, but everything, everything is bad. Oh, my God. Okay. And it's, and it, again, another spell that goes all the way back to original Dungeons and Dragons. What? And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. So I'm going to just walk through the line of each of you in uh, your current initiative order to hit you with one of the rays. The rays will be random. How many rays are there? Seven. So you got to re- remove How many rays. random rays are there? Uh, they're all random. But I'm saying one hits each of you, and then there'll be two extra. I know, but what? how many random options are there? Eight. Eight. So are you, are you saying... There are eight different color rays, and or yeah. you're just going to say, and there are seven. Yeah, there could be like rays. some of them could be two blues. That's what I'm going to figure out. Is it red or green? Oh, so, you're so I'm going to be like Baron. You're hit by a boom. I like Sir that. Will. You're hit by a bam. bam. You're rolling on the full table for each ray, so there might be seven blue rays. Yes, which would be very very bad. <laughs> <laughs> for example. Uh, I don't even own seven Blu-rays anymore. <laughs> and anymore. The, text, the text of the spell allows you to hit different characters more than once. I'm just asking because this is high stakes, Troy. Every creature in the area is randomly struck by one or more beings. Got it. Got it. And in fact, should I roll an eight? Oh, no. Quick question. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Did you read the last line of the spell? Which have additional effects. That's the last line. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So the oh, that was just a general question. Yeah. The like, bird, always read till the very last. You got the line. old last line blind spot. <laughs> we sure do. So the bird demon is subject to the rays as well. No. Rand, you said there are ra- creatures in the area are randomly hit. That is fair and correct. It doesn't say every enemy. It does say every creature. What does in it the say area. under target? Does it say all enemies in a John radius? Yeah, it's cone shaped John. 
Uh, oh, it's a cone. Oh, it's a cone. That, so you can't get all of us. No, I can't. It's a 60-foot cone. No. I wish I had the artwork for the actual 60-foot cone. But you got to hit that bird, man. Yeah, I think you are right, which is absurd <laughs> because it's her ally. But... It's like a fireball. <laughs> maybe that's why effect. you don't get to maybe use it. Yeah. Such a devastating thing. <laughs> All right. Well, I will uh, then roll against the bird first just to warm it up. Warm it up and let you know what you're dealing with. All right. <laughs> All right. So we'll see what. Let's get a little tester of what we're looking at here <laughs> through the Vrock. Yeah. Now I regret choosing the Vrock first because uh, <laughs> you're going to know what you're dealing with. But uh, that's okay. Uh, let's do that. Uh, we can. I just measured it again with the uh, actual sixty-foot uh, cone options, and I do get all of you in there. So, fuck! I didn't even realize. I'm prepping all day. I never even read the the thing, or I didn't let it sink in uh, on purpose. Uh, every creature, because I was like, why would she want to attack a beautiful Vrock? Here we go against the Vrock. Naga and Vrock, the best of friends. <laughs> die. Uh, okay. <laughs> It's 8.45 a.m. You're listening to Naga and the Vrock. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so a violet ray flies and hits the Vrock. All right, let me look up violet. Uh, No, please don't. Uh, (laughs) But the Vrock does get a will save. Oh, does the save change based on the color of the charm? Amazing. Uh, And I rolled a natural one. Oh, Oh, yeah! What does it do? Well, here's what happens. The Vrock disappears. What? Oh. What? <laughs> the Vrock just swum, winks out of existence. <laughs> oh, my wow. God. Okay. That's kind of the perfect, terrifying opening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're working together. She's made him invisible. What? I, For all that Sir Will knows of this kind of advanced magic. Yeah. I mean, holy <laughs> shit. Or that Joe knows, as it turns out. Right. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness! Oh. Okay, I'm just going to take it down the line here, Baron. You are uh, first on my initiative tracker. You get hit by uh, a red. red. No, oh, that doesn't sound good. Fire! Give me a reflex save. Okay. Oh baby, he's gonna make it by a mile and a half. Reflex save sounds positive. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. You take ten points of fire damage. Okay. Oh my god. Not. Bad at all. <laughs> Next up is Metra, who is stunned. Yeah, I don't know if that affects your saves. Sure, I, it does. You automatically I fail all here. saves. My God, this is this is insanity. Oh, arguably the worst one. You get hit by two rays. When you roll an eight, you get hit by two rays. Right, so I get the random ray. I roll <laughs> basically. I wait, roll. wait, wait, wait. So it, it's one of those. One of the two seven. It's not like it got doubled up on one. Oh, that's right. interesting. Yeah, I think that's probably correct. I don't even know where we left off. We actually just stopped the recording to dig into this, <laughs> and it took about thirty-five minutes uh, because it's confusing. Uh, you know, it's a relic. It's an old spell, right? Yeah, this, get, this goes yeah, way back. It goes all the way back to the original version of Dungeons and Dragons. And I think well, as advanced Dungeons as new editions have come out, they've tried to shy away from spells like this. I think because it's it's very very dangerous. And so the ruling that we've kind of settled on here um, is that everyone gets hit by a ray. End of story. But there won't be that that errant ray that just hits somebody else. Because um, I was going to say, well, all right, that's, that's this f- five of you in the room, six plus Leggington, and then there's that seventh ray that's going to hit somebody. Instead of doing that, we're just going to, everyone gets hit by a ray. And you could get hit by two. Because what I, where I'm randomly determining people, if I got down to the end, all right, Nestor, oh, Nestor, you got an eight as well. I guess you don't get hit by anything, Sir Will, because that's already been seven rays. Uh, it wouldn't make sense. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone should get hit, and I certainly wouldn't have gone after the Vrock first. I'd be like, well, let's see if there's any rays left before after I go after my Vrock. Um, however, it looks in digging in uh, that uh, where you get hit by an 8, I roll a D8 twice. I ignore an 8, yeah. but I keep rolling until something comes Because you're not going to be with 4 rays. Right. It's just 2 right. rays. Right, but I thought 8 meant like, oh, you, you lucked out. You only get hit by 1. No, it looks like ignore is like just roll until you die. Yeah, no, uh, it's uh, just bad news bears for me all it, over. It really is. It really is. And uh, of course, Baron got the, the easiest ray of the bunch. I could get, I could get that red ray. Annihilated. Yeah. He, uh. Here we go. Uh, bad news 
bears. Okay. You did get one red ray. All okay. right. Okay. All right. We'll start with the good news. Give me a uh, reflex save. Okay. Uh, 24. 24. You take 10 points of fire damage. All right. Not too bad, right? Not this is bad. <laughs> you really Not built this bad. up like it was going to be a bad thing. This is fine. Uh, now give me a will save as an indigo ray hits you. Oh, no. 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 Roy G. Biv. Roy G. Biv. Uh, ooh. 18. Oh, no. That's oh, no. Enough. Wait, wait, wait. Don't read the effects. Uh, I don't know if I should take it. We could. We should take Sir Will out of the combat, right? Not Metra. Well, the other thing that I could give you uh, in this moment, if this is really bad, I bottle cap. I got a bottle cap. All of you have we one all have bottle, bottle cap. Oh, I have a bottle cap. You have right, a bottle but cap. I have a bottle cap. Yes, you have to use that to get your bonus before you roll the dice. Right. Mm. All of you have one bottle cap, which gives you a plus... Eight at this point to a roll. Um, do you want to eat that, Sir Will, or do you want to give it to her? I think I should eat it. I'm going to eat it. So Sir Will is going to cast Paladin Sacrifice. And this is an immediate effect after the roll of a die? After a failed, an ally fails a saving throw, and I check the range, and she's within the range. Okay, so you just take it, or you roll for it? No, I just take it. Wow. You are permanently insane. <gasps> As via the insanity spell, uh, you have continuous confusion. Oh my god! So, talk to me about the uh, like. How does this work? Do you think she gets hit by this two rays, and then you just you call to your god to have it d- inflect into you? Yeah. Basically, like, uh, so yeah, the, I imagine like this swirling pris- uh, prism of rays is kind of going everywhere. It's very confusing in a moment. And I think he just targets Metra in his mind, knowing that he can help. He wants to help the sheriff, right? Always. But it just, and sheriff is right next to him, but it happens so fast. And then, but his attention is drawn to Metra because of her stunned state. He just sees her as like being incredibly vulnerable and also the key individual to either defeat Volstice or get us out of a bad situation if it comes to that, to like regroup our forces. She's already stunned. He also is extremely confident in his deity's ability to protect him from such evil. Uh, And I'm not just talking about damage. I'm talking about things like, you know, so if this ray was like, you are panicked, for example, or something like that, like, I'm pretty sure like it would not affect him. So, like, you can apply your immunities to it and stuff like that, but you can't apply your bonuses to the saving throw against it. You just take the effects. So I think, uh, yeah, he was just like, if something is to happen to her, Iomade, let it be done unto me! And then, and he, like, takes it in, but then all of a sudden, like, you know, loses his connection with Iomade. Does he get a For a second. No, it I seems, do not. As per the wording of the spell, you just spell. take the effects of the. I take the effects of the failure. Take the effects of the failure. Wow. So we've yeah. had someone disappear, damage, and then someone go permanently insane by the wording of the spell. Mm-hmm. Permanently insane. Permanently I mean, insane. Uh, it's just it's, like, did it work? Don't look it up. But what it's happened? Like, it's like being affected by a seventh level insanity spell. Wow. So, so I don't know what that means. Table every time, right? Uh, no, you, yeah, you're just under the confusion spell. It's okay. more about like how to remove it. That's complicated. Okay. Wow. Uh, especially while you know you're probably the one that's in the best position to actually remove it, and you're insane. So, but I could <laughs> act normally. Yeah, okay, if you get to the long end, enough yeah. to figure it so, out, maybe. So it. I'm gonna recommend psychotherapy, and let's start with lithium, <laughs> and then move on to something else. I am going to roll Nestor's uh, prismatic spray, um, which will determine. Whether or not Skip will be joining us for the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I, uh, here it is. Here it is. Okay. Uh, let me get the table up. Okay, not that. Uh, a yellow ray hits you. Boom. Give me a reflex save. Oh, it's electricity, I think. Oh, come on, Nestor. Come on, buddy. Uh, that is a 29. 29. You take 40 points of electricity damage. That yellow ray hits you. <laughs> and now, Sir Will and Lexington. No. Wait, did he no, pass no, a save? No. no. Uh, Nestor? Yeah. Yeah. So that, well, that was reflex for half? It was reflex half, so with evasion, I guess you wouldn't take any, right? Uh, oh. Evasion is typically AoE. 
non-targeted. I, I don't but know. It's the re- I'm, what I'm reacting to is 80, 80 you, points of damage? Yeah. It was 80. Yeah. I, I, my just a flat 80. Does the vision say any time you would take damage? No. From? If exposed to any effect that normally allows you to attempt a reflex saving throw for half damage, you take no damage. Oh, oh my God. Faster Boom. than lightning. Faster than lightning. Matrix. Like, whoa. And I'm seeing it with all the like rainbows, like just prismatic ex- wow. crystalline explosions yeah. around them. Bends down. Avoids the jaw. Oh. And you're wearing light armor? I am. Yeah. I didn't have no notice notice this. Evasion can oh, yeah, be yeah. used as a rogue is wearing light or no armor. Wow. They even say a helpless rogue does not gain the benefits of evasion. The yeah. great you get that at second level and it just It's one of the some best people, damn abilities. Some people do a rogue dip of two levels. Just not to just evasion. to get evasion, <laughs> but they do the extra level just to get evasion. Sneak attack plus evasion. Just yeah. a, little extra, yeah. a little couple extra die, dice. And then, uh, yeah, know. and yeah. certain like proficiencies or whatever. Uh, oh, oh, you know what it is? It's you do a dip in rogue to get uh, class skills for almost every yeah, skill. Yeah, you get like, that's all. Yeah, you get all the class skills. If you get two levels, yeah, you get evasion, you get the sneak attack forever. Why are we yeah. all and doing it's a really yeah. It's a really <laughs> great, uh, sensible way to do a split class. You start as like a street urchin who has to like feed and steal for his family in order to feed himself and then finds another career after he gets a right. little adventuring under his yeah, belt. Yeah, cleric. <laughs> do you want me to hit uh, you or Lexington first? Uh, let's do me first, man. If Lexington goes down, I am going to be very confused, in addition to being confused. Okay. I mean, these all these roles have been pretty softball, except for the Varrock. <laughs> Anybody have any doubts about what's going to happen here? Here's I have these, none. Here's the ray against Sir Will. I think Sir Will and the Varrock are going to meet up wherever they, the Varrock went. <laughs> Reflex save. Oh, sweet! We've done it. By the grace of Iomede! Uh, 29. 29. You take 40 points of electricity. Damage. All right. Okay. Now there you I'll go. take it. You're so excited for that 40 points. <laughs> yes. So Dude, damage you can always get taken care of. You can get of. back. Yeah, it's not like insanity. Uh, here we go. Then, now, Lexington. No. If he disappears, you just, you just like plop to the ground. <laughs> Give me a fortitude save for Lexington. Oh. I don't like the sound of that, do I? It's better than a will save. It, it is better than a will save. Okay, Lexi Magoo. Here we go. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, well, okay. 22. Fail. No! A blue ray hits <gasps> Lexington, oh, no. and all of a sudden, you feel something different beneath you. Lexington <gasps> feels no longer soft. He starts to feel like you're sitting on a statue. Whoa, oh, no! Petrified! Flesh to stone. No! Is he made of flesh? Uh, well, yeah, I, th- I don't know. Well, no, he's, so. he's, he's, he's celestial now, right? Yeah, yeah, but I think he's you made know, of flesh. You know, our I mean, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, was celestial, yeah. and he was made out of flesh. <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know if you know what's near Italian Christmas. It's called the Vatican, Matthew! <laughs> Listen, I don't want to get political. <laughs> spell resistance. He has spell resistance? Yes. Okay. Ooh. Is it subject to spell resistance? Yes. Okay, so Ooh. I'll need a spell resistance roll. Well. <laughs> well, la-di-da. I will give you this. I'm sure he has no bonuses. You will give me this? <laughs> yeah, I'll give you this automatic roll. Oh. Uh, what do I have to beat here? I'm just looking. It's What's just your my bonus? caster level, right? Yeah. Okay. Unless it has some special ability. Like spell penetration. Uh, 24. Fail. Oh! 24 spell resistance? Double check if you have spell pen. Spell pen- I don't have spell penetration. <gasps> wow. wow. Yes. Wow. Spell resistance 27. Oh! Holy wow. Shit, I thought it'd be like 20. Dude, he is the mount wow. of a 16th level paladin. He's a magical sure. wolf. Yeah, that's, he literally is. That's <laughs> he it. literally is. is a magical wolf. Joe, that's incredible, dude. dude shrugs it off. Shrugs it off. Unbelievable. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. my God. Things are still pretty bad. Guys. Things are still <laughs> quite bad. Uh, okay, that is all the rays. Then it actually worked out that it was just seven. Uh, here's what happens. The Naga then uh, ducks her head down and dematerializes. Fuck. Oh, no. This creature will be very difficult to handle. Is she invisible? Uh, You do not see her. So she's not invisible, nor is she on the ethereal plane. Correct. Okay. It is 
Metra's turn. Metra is stunned. Stunned? Stunned. You stunned her just as she was waking up. (laughs) Now, Nestor's turn. Nestor... uh, Can I do a perception check and still delay? Uh, Yeah, sure. I'll do a perception check. Uh, Oh, natural 20. So, wow. Quite high. That's uh, that's a thirty-nine. Are you looking for anything specific? You're looking for her. You're looking for yeah. I'm any sign of the two people that we can't immediately see right now. No, the the frock just dematerialized. Just like it looked similar to like what Metra does when she uh, moves through planes, just teleports. It had that kind of uh, feel to it. Uh, and then the Naga is nowhere to be seen. I wonder if the frock got imprisoned. Maybe. Or something like Kind of like the maze you were in? Yeah, I'm trying to think if... If it's coming back. Yeah, I'm trying to remember, like, the effects of... I think that's one of them. I think, yeah, maze or one of those things is, like, one of the effects. I actually know this answer, so I'm not going to comment. But Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm just going to delay until I know where anyone is. Okay. Nestor will delay. It now goes to Sir Will and his non-stoned wolf. <laughs> Yeah, he felt something rather strange, but now he's he's confused. He's confused. Uh, okay, he will attack the nearest creature. Oh. It's Lexington. Oh come on! It is Lexington. Technically. <laughs> no, come on! If the rock was uh, subject to rays, I think Lexington is subject to you hacking at his neck. But it's not really. He's got a lance in his hand. The, the mount is... Nothing about confusion suggests you have to, you, you have to attack well. Give, yeah. me, give me a D100. 50, uh, 50 or lower, you attack Lexington. For this purpose, the famili- a familiar counts as part of the subject's self. Oh, okay. So, like, maybe we consider an animal, animal companion a familiar? I mean, it's not technically, but... Do the roll. The roll's fun. Oh, roll for it? Yeah, roll for it. 50 or lower, you attack Lexington. 51 or higher, you charge it. Uh, Baron. 57. Charge! So he charges at Baron. <laughs> he just turns this wildfire in his eyes, possessed by this Naga's residual insanity. Oh, that's fire. I forgot it's, you're insane. Yeah, this is it's yeah. okay. Baron. He looks at you're Baron and he sees within him <laughs> yeah. the weakness that allowed Highbury to fall. <laughs> and he says, <laughs> For Highbury! <laughs> Out of nowhere! <laughs> and ride by attacks you. He'll never hit you in a million years. Uh, okay. Because of your AC. And I'm not evil, which is a big thing. You are six points. Uh, steer clear of Sir Will. Yeah. Damn. Seriously, don't smite me, bro. Jesus Christ. 42. <laughs> That's a hit. <laughs> it is the single best D20 I've rolled in six weeks of this podcast. For God's sake. So you tilt. By Baron. I Joe, killed by Joe, Baron. Joe, people aren't supposed to know that I'm the big bad evil guy yet. Okay, you're blowing the cover here. 24 points of piercing damage. Oof. Damn it. Oh, and he like steps out of it for a second. He's, what have I done? Shut up, I'm sorry. I... Starts to lose it again. What's happening? Uh, all right. So you are still confused. Top of the next round, uh, round four, I believe, and it's Baron's turn. Would the uh, bird creature have gone somewhere in there? Uh, no, the that she, uh, the bird went before the naga. So the, we have it. Ha- so it, it, it hasn't, hasn't been come back one round. Yeah. Huh? Why do you ask? Oh, because it's stunning. Yeah, it's done too. God, it's like I I don't want to get into the delay game with this naga. And, like, have it show up, and then I'm screwed either way. Like, I kind of want to take action this round. So I'm going to... I can take a move action, a five-foot step, and a standard action, correct? I'm just making sure in this crucial battle. You can't move and five-foot step. I, oh, no, move, move, move action. action. Move equivalent action. Yeah, and Joe, you said this during the last live show that you can do that. You can do that? Yep. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to five-foot step, move action, pull out a scroll of cure serious wounds, and heal myself. Thereby keeping my spell selection available to me later on. Um, it's a good time to use the scroll, in my opinion. Okay. Great time to use the scroll. Of cure serious. So that way I'm doing something. Do you know what I mean? I'm not delaying. Yeah. I'm not letting. And I'm healing up some damage I took from that brutal attack and the, um, uh, the, the ray I took earlier. So here we go. Um, 
Is it uh, 17 on the base plus... What is the caster level of a Cure Serious? I always forget on a scroll. Is it plus 5 <clears throat> or plus... It's 5. Plus 5. five. Okay, so 22 healing. Great. All right, so you made almost, back almost all that damage Sir Will did to you. <laughs> Steal yourselves <laughs> from Sir Will in particular. Okay. Uh, and the most damage he's probably ever done to a non-evil creature in one shot. I was incredible. I was impressed. I'm not even mad. <laughs> not I, even didn't, mad. I didn't know you could speak Spanish. <laughs> End of your turn? Yep. At that moment, right next to Sir Will and Baron, the Naga pops out of that basket. Oh, whoa. Oh, dear. And unleashes another prismatic spray. Oh, oh for God's no. Sakes. God. Okay. All right. Here we go. Um, instead of going by the initiative track, I'm going to go uh, in order of who's closest to it, just to mix it up for fun. For funsies. So, uh, first ray is coming at Sir Willamette Keswick. If he gets hit by the insanity ray again, does he become. Is he cured? He's all of a sudden insane, like yeah. haste and slow. He's hit by a second coconut. <laughs> this is bad. Uh, you know, I. This is this is how it's supposed to go. This is how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. It literally says you just keep casting wow. prismatic spray until it ruins the game forever. <laughs> that, that's, that's a terrible <laughs> that's r- written encounter. I have so much to tell you after this encounter. If it works the way it was supposed to go, the bird would still be here. That's true. <laughs> you giddy. Uh, give me a reflex save. An orange ray hits you. Uh, so it Keswick 28 this time. You take 20 points of acid damage. Oh, mm. man. Ouch. And now, uh, this is against Lexington. Uh, give me, uh, well, I'll roll the spell resistance first. Uh, 29. That made it. Okay. Bastard. So now give me a reflex save. Ooh. This is Bastard. the yellow ray. Oh, the yellow ray. So I'm shocked I failed the first one, but I actually do have to roll pretty high to, Decently. to beat your uh, spell resistance. Natural one. Lexington takes 80 points of electricity damage. Oh. Okay. Uh, he does have energy resistance electricity. Wow. So I'll d- Five off. Knock that down to 65. Well, <laughs> oh, DR15 is pretty good, though. That's really good. Right. Resist energy I have, 15. I, I have resist energy. It's not that good. Okay. How's Lexi? Lexi's Midnight Runners feeling? It's halfway down. Halfway down. Okay. Let's go to the map here. Baron's up next, followed by Metra, then Nestor. Whew. Baron. D8. I've switched colors here. Here we go. The same ray that hit the rock hits you. Oh shit! Okay. Give me a will save, and I can't sacrifice anymore. At least in this state, thirty-one. <laughs> You're all right. Yes. Oh. I do not uh, materialize at a Waffle House on the side. Of the- <laughs> Next one comes at Metra. No longer stunned. I'm no longer stunned. Yep. Okay. Oh, God, this is so bad. Give me a will save. Oh, no. What color is it? The same color. <gasps> oh, no. Baron. No, 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 no. Will save is my best save. Mm-hmm. Uh, 34. You're all right. Okay. Boom. All right, okay. team. Come on, squad. You guys know you left all the bad juju for poor Nestor. <laughs> Here we go. What? There's they one. got hit by the worst rays. I have... That is not is, how anything works. There is one ray that I have not rolled yet, and it is the worst one. Wait, Flesh to Stone wasn't the worst one? No, no. I know one of them's disintegrated. Uh, green, the green ray is the worst. Also, it's disintegrated. In what world are we rolling the die, Troy? I'm You're the saying, one who is choosing what die comes I'm Nestor's out. blood is on your hands, Grant. Ugh, you personally. Here we go. Give me a reflex save. Okay. okay. You're all right. Hopefully. Come on. His reflex has <sighs> to be redonkadon. Oh. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> it's uh, 39. <laughs> that's a, that's okay. a classic trailer valley. <laughs> oh, no. It was only red. 39. It was a red ray, so you oh, take okay. nothing. Reflex Woo. save. <laughs> <laughs> then the Naga ducks her head under and disappears again. Man. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so annoying. We, did, we just need a ready to action. Shocking. That you guys are still up. 
Is this what people who skydive feel like? Is this why they keep on going up? Because that every time you appear, it feels like I'm on the verge of death, and then you disappear again, and it's thrilling but terrifying. It is Metra's turn. You're definitely doing this right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Doing uh, what right? Teleporting around and disappearing and oh, reappearing. Yeah. And, okay. Metra will pick up the quick and meta magic rod. Okay. She will then cast disintegrate on the basket to the west. The basket to the west. She will disintegrate the basket. The basket. Okay. It is technically, I think, a ten by ten by ten cube against an object. Okay. It is a uh, you know ten foot wide. 10-foot-long basket. So a 10-foot cube of living matter. Now, if it is a magical basket, it gets a fortitude save. All right, I'll roll a fortitude save. 16. Fail. Okay. It takes 32d6 points of damage. <laughs> oh, Please. my God. Roll that damage. Oh, gosh. You have the HP <laughs> for the wicker basket? I actually do. <laughs> Oh. Roll 32 Of course you do. You had it saving throw bonus, so I guess you haven't seen HP. Uh, what'd you say? I'm, I, no, I was typing. I had to roll 32d6. I used a... If everyone does mine, I use Google for that. Cheetah! Uh, that is 103 <laughs> points of damage. Okay. I was already drawing an X to put over the bottom of the basket. <laughs> so I knew you were going to annihilate it. R.I.P. Um, okay. And then... Uh, quick and mana magic rod, I will cast mirror. You don't have it. I just picked it up as my move action. Uh, you win this round. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't hear you pick it up. Uh, I thought you were going to have to take a move action to pick it up. Oh, and it's a you swift did. action. Yeah, yeah. action. And then I will uh, cast mirror image on myself. Boom. Okay, mirror it, image. Baron sees this and says, you have any of those fireballs left, Metra? Fearfully in his mind, as he's not able to attack this naga as it pops up. Of course, but we don't know what plane it's on. Oh, can I roll some knowledge? Checks? Wait, why are you not able to attack it? Because it is. It, it seems like to me this feels like a boss battle where this thing will just pop up in any of these baskets. And I thought Matthew was systematically like... Right, right, right. But why can't you attack it? Because it appears... I can ready an action, but I can only right. get one attack off. Yeah, but I mean, it's better, better than nothing. nothing. Sure, and that's what I'll do. Yeah. But if we can eventually, I don't know. How. I just thought you were saying it was like it's not a incorporeal or something. No, no, like that, no, but it's not right. It's no, just, it's just a matter of like I have no idea how many hit points it has. It might yeah. have a ton. It might have a, right. unlimited of this spell, and we might all be gone if we don't. Yeah, limited opportunities. I would like to roll knowledge checks okay. on, the, on the Naga on Prismatic Spray, so I can I can know we can know more about it. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, not metagamey. Uh, you can roll a uh, knowledge. Uh, what's aberration? Uh, Dungeoneering. Is it? I always think that, and then I, I, all of a sudden it's Arcana. Um, I'll look that up. But then it's, it's spellcraft for prismatic spray. Uh, Dungeoneering is aberrations. I, I cannot roll that, so I'll roll the Arcana for the for the prismatic spray. Oh wow! No uh, spellcraft. Spellcraft spell. Sorry. Okay, uh, twenty five on the spellcraft. Twenty five. Okay. Um, what do you want to know? Uh, what the spell does. Uh, <laughs> I think the most important thing at this point would be to know where the bird is. Where the bird is. Uh, it was sent to another plane. Any mechanic for it coming back? Uh, if it can travel through planes easily. All right, then let's roll. Can I, what, what now? And the bird would be... So if Baron had failed, he would have just been sent to a random that'd plane. Be, that'd be knowledge. And planes. then what happens? And do you roll on a Gone. table for planes? Like, it yeah, could there, be like the negative energy table. plane? It's not in the spell, but I've done some research. There are plane tables. I just was like, ah, it'll never come up. Uh, I'll look it up when it happens. So, so if, what can we roll for the bird? Um, the bird... Uh, it's an outsider. It should be planes, right? Okay. I'm no longer concerned about the bird, then. Yeah, planes. Well, it's an outsider that I possibly could travel through planes. Right. It got here. It got here, didn't it? Uh, ooh, oh, I, I couldn't read my roll, and I didn't, I didn't want to fudge it, so I'm going to reroll. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get it. 11. What'd oh, you get? 11. You don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But your instincts make you feel like it is not the last you've seen of the Varrock. Oh. And what do, oh, what do we know about the Naga? I can't roll up. I don't oh, have engineer. Oh, it's engineering. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's my turn. Uh, that is your turn. Nestor coin. Uh, Nestor. So, yeah, I am. This does suck because losing a full round of attacks and many shot sucks, but I'm going to have to ready an action. If I see this thing pop up again, I'm going to shoot at it uh, with uh, one of my plus three flaming arrows. Well, that or 
based on what Metra's doing. I mean, could you try peppering the wicker basket until it's destroyed with arrows? <laughs> like, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. That feels like attacking a skeleton with a non-bludgeting item, you know? Yeah. Just how arrows work. I know. it's a big wicker. But it is flaming wicker. And they're flaming. And it would have hardness I, and stuff. I think the best bet is to get, uh, hopefully, to get a crit on this naga as it shows up. Yeah. 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 Also, with all these abilities, it's possible the naga doesn't have stupid hit points like a giant. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's just maybe it's just hard to hit, but doesn't have as many hit points as yeah. possible. There's also, I'm trying to remember, there's some counter to prismatic spray, I think. There's some weird counter, but I can't remember what it is. Would I, I might be making it up. I don't is, know. Does such a thing exist with my, with my knowledge check on that spell spray? On prismatic spray? Uh, nothing came up. Uh, maybe closing your eyes? Yeah, no. <laughs> there's some like hit your body. <laughs> I, I may be remembering this completely wrong, but I think there's like some like spell that doesn't seem on the face of it to have anything to do with prismatic spray, but it's some kind of counter to it. Huh. But the problem I'm, is your I've, brain has collected so much D and D knowledge, like you could be crossing systems. No, no, there. totally. Uh, or spells. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, all right, that was Metra's turn. Nestor, you're going to uh, ready. Uh, a fire shot when the knock appears. Or or the frock. Or the frock. Okay, when an enemy appears. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sir Will, give me a roll in that confusion, uh, too. I'll give you a roll if you shut your mouth. Harm to self, I bet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, with this strength my modifier fire and this weird thing. Uh, I'll roll next turn. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Will looks across at Baron. Resets himself again. Oh no! <laughs> looks down the edge of his lance and looks at you, dude, and is just like hell. <laughs> Baron's scared, <laughs> and you're just like, whoa! Baron's terrified at first, but then he pulls out a uh, red blanket and goes, Doro, Doro. Lexington is like jumping up and down, and Sir Will's just going, Now here's yeah, Will Lexington's not insane. Yeah. So, I mean, is there a chance that he would be like, "Stop! Don't attack your friend"? Or like, well, that, there, we still have established the fifty percent chance. That well, I, I was, I was going to play that like on another <laughs> attack to Baron. I was going to try to play like the resistance of Lexington, and yeah. maybe he just attacks Lexington. It depends on what the roll is, you know, for the random yeah. person he hits. Give me the fifty uh, percent roll. Do you stab down at Lexington, or do you go after Baron? No, no, no. That's what I barrel babble incoherently. Oh, you babble. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were, we all thought you were going to attack. No, I was just yeah. acting insane. Yeah. He's, he's this is going to suck so bad because out of combat. <laughs> it's really good battle. Every, every, six, every seconds. six seconds you're rolling and like, doing some random. You just die. It really is. If you've ever been. You might have to put him out of his misery. Oh. Yeah. Or at least, or at least sedate him. Huh. Okay. Uh. That is Sir Will's turn. Top around five. It is Baron's turn. Baron is going to ready an action, and that action is to attack with dead eye, if necessary, to uh, if if this Naga can pop up anywhere like outside of his first range increment. He still wants to be able to hit against touch. Okay, and dead eye is something you could yeah, do. Yeah, standard attack. It's not part of it. It's part of your standard. Doesn't you know? Yeah, it's, it's just it's. Um, it's not a full attack, no. Okay. Uh, I can apply it to, to multiple shots. Okay. So Just the Naga or any, any enemy? Any enemy. Any enemy I see, uh, I will use Deadeye if it is outside of my first rank, range increment. I'm just committing the grit if I need to use it now instead of saying, oh, look, that thing's further away. Right. Well, this should be interesting. The same basket where the Naga appeared before, it appears again. Nestor, you will have the first chance to attack it. However, as you're looking at it, you realize it's something quite charming about it. Oh, Give me no. a will save. Oh, no. Don't fascinate me, you dumb snake. Uh, oh, that's a 20. <laughs> that's a fail. Oh, shit. Nestor Coin has been charmed oh, by the Naga. Dude, if I could have acted normally, I would have helped. <laughs> has been charmed by the Naga as if by charm person. Oh. Which means that it could have Nestor do whatever it wants with an opposed charisma check. Oh, boy. Oh, God. And that roll's going to be so high. It is now Naga 
and Nestor versus the rest of you. <laughs> and we'll see you next year. Oh, oh no! no. Oh, no. <laughs> God. Surreal. I can, I know I, can, I can help if I can just act normally. I was uh, wondering how 2021 was going to be worse than 2020. And you figured a way out, Troy. You did it. You, you did, did it. it. And 2022, even worse. You said it wasn't we possible. Did it. We did it. The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 